But anyway, to the three chairmen of the council, the three presidents of the council who were there when I was there, the first one was Barry Cromlin. Well, probably the first one was um, Neil Cumston, who was the one who approached me in the first place. Uh, the, and he retired when I joined the council. The next one was Barry Cromlin, who did the bulk of the work in having the list accepted in the, count, in the, in the community. He had a number of little dinner parties among his friends, and uh, he spread the word, uh, really, not in the public meeting style, but in, in the domestic, you know, friend-to-friend -friend sort of business, and put the message across, I think, most successfully, because uh, I think the, the results proved that, uh, that the approach was a good one. The, um, the other thing was that Barry also insisted that we sent to each of the names, each of the people resident in the buildings that it was on the list, asking for their comment. We also um, had several public meetings at which the principals and, uh, um, and the, uh, the criteria were yeah, pretty well discussed. And it was interesting that when we finally completed our list and then sent it out to all the people and said, now this is what we're saying about your building and this is how on our heritage list. Um, some people wrote in and said, now there's this you've missed and there's that you've missed and, uh, and you called it that and it's not that at all. So that there was a contribution as well from some members of the community. And I think there were only two or three, I'm not sure now, only two or three who objected strongly to having their uh, buildings on the list. And... Uh, I guess once again you're going to get that anyway but we were agreeably surprised that there were so few and that there was such uh, a well accepted uh, exercise considering the circumstances surrounding other Sabbath and as I said before we did have a lot of, uh, a lot of buildings on the list. Um, since that time because of the change of the membership in the council um, it's it's maybe unfortunate, but there have been some buildings which I think could well have been preserved. And uh, as I mentioned about the house down the street, I do believe that the spaces around these houses are just as important as the houses themselves in many ways uh, in order to see the building, if nothing else. I mean, uh, you can see St Paul's Cathedral, uh, really, even after all these centuries. Uh, whereas in Europe... The cathedrals are hemmed in. The, uh, you, you know, sometimes you're battling to, uh, yeah, to, to see them, except if you get access to another building, sort of. Um, so there's, uh, uh, it's a great pity, I think, that the, these aren't done. And when I was on the council, we did say to people, you're building next door to a heritage building, and you can build right up to the boundary or within a metre of the boundary, but could we suggest that you... Uh, defer, you know, have a little uh, being, uh, good manners, uh, vanity you know, towards your surroundings, um, which I would say without exception people did. They were very... Well, I was going to ask, you know, once a building is on the heritage list, what does that actually mean? Nothing, nothing. It, it has no authority really. We're obliged by law to have a list. Every local authority must have a list. But uh, in terms of, uh, of any teeth behind that there are none and it does depend largely on goodwill um, and um, you know cases as we've mentioned indicative of the one in, in uh, Claremont and also here um, 
goodwill would only take you so far. Mm. And uh, 